get notifications, and stay updated every time I post a challenge podcast by hitting the subscribe button. Thank you all, and hope you enjoy. Welcome back, everybody, and please help me welcome my guest at this time, Siobhan. How are you doing? Hi, so good. Thanks for having me. Hi, guys. <laughs> Another thing is also, please also welcome her to Instagram as well. <laughs> um, you can go follow her at, at MTV Siobhan, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I just started it. I mean, I haven't had a public page in so long. And I just kind of was like wanting to connect with fans and just kind of about that time. I'm at a certain like point in my life now where I'm just ready to be out and just like share more of me and my world. And yeah, so yeah, MTV Siobhan. Yeah, and from looking at your Instagram too, you seem to be living your best life. You're uh, always out <laughs> and about near the water, it seems, right? Yeah, I'm trying to live my best life. Um, I live in Hawaii, so um, I've moved here two different times, and I just love it. I moved here, lived here for a while, kind of took a social media break, and just kind of um, just living my life. And then um, I moved back to California um, when I got pregnant, and I have my little girl now, and um, knew I was always going to come back to Hawaii. It's just kind of I just can't describe like the whole feeling it gives you being here. It's just absolutely gorgeous. The people are like just wonderful and it's beautiful here. And you know, I just kind of came to like, what's life about? Like, what are we living for? And I'm like, I want to live in the most beautiful place. Like just do it. So I just did it. And yeah, it called me back twice. And so, yeah, I'm still here just living like the Island girl life, you know? <laughs> so now how has that adjustment kind of been um, with the pandemic though? Um, being in like the obviously area that you're in has that changed anything for you or is honestly it's probably the perfect place to be during all of this um there was a time where they did close our like parks and beaches down um you could still exercise on the beach or you could still go into the ocean and surf or swim um paddleboard so you still got to get out um i just i feel i have a lot of friends that are still back in the states and you know yeah you guys were stuck indoors and you couldn't leave at all and here our numbers were a lot lower i think the lowest out of all the states i believe um and so um hawaii being as a state and um yeah so it just i still got to go outside still go to the beach still get exercise and um, i feel very very thankful for that and, um, but I stayed home a lot too, you know, and I have my little girl who keeps me so busy. So I started kind of doing like the whole homeschooling thing for her and, um, you know, kind of learning how to navigate, like I'm sure all moms are with like, okay, our kids are home with us 24 hours a day and we need to teach them now. And so just like we set a schedule and ordered all this stuff online for like learning and crafts and, um, just making it a fun time. So. Yeah, from looking at your Instagram, it kind of seemed like that was kind of like the best place to kind of like, if you were to go through like kind of like a social distancing, like where I'm at, at least, I mean, it's kind of impossible. I mean, I'm yeah. uh, like 10, 15 from like Times Square. So, I mean, wow. you can even probably imagine like how hard it is social distance by me. And, um, you know, schools are getting like, um, like my sister she's in high school her um they just had a positive test at the high school so now they went oh, from like a hybrid no. yeah they went from hybrid to just completely online now and i'm online too so <laughs> yeah 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 it's just safer that way for now until we see what happens and i'm so sorry to hear about that it's just a lot of times i've heard so many stories where the positive cases are happening and even in um you know like retirement homes my grandma has um dementia and she's in a memory care 
And luckily theirs didn't, but I've heard about so many other, you know, memory cares and, you know, retirement homes that got it. It's just so sad. So the whole thing, I just can't wait for it to be over with. But um, yeah, just big prayers for everybody that's going through it. And um, yeah, my family's in California, so they really had to stay locked down. Um, yeah, so I feel very blessed to be where I am and still get to get outdoors a little bit and do some things like that. And um, yeah. No, definitely. But what about the social media thing? What kind of was um, was the show kind of like um, maybe like fans and stuff like was that kind of like why we saw you kind of now just resurface on social media for the first time? Um, well, honestly, so I just kind of let's see. So when I stopped doing my last show and then, um, you know, I just kind of needed some time to reflect and decide, like, Am I going to keep doing challenges? Like, what's my plan here? What am I doing? I was living in San Diego and um, I ended up getting a, a really good, like kind of a career position and um, making a good amount of money. And I was kind of doing that whole thing. And they called me for the next show. And um, unfortunately, the employer was like, no, like you can't leave. You can't take time off. Like, you know, you just can't. And so when you start getting up into jobs like that, you know, you, you can't anymore. Like before I was... Um, cocktail serving and bartending so you could leave whenever you wanted to but when I got into that type of job industry it was like I can't leave anymore so I turned that job I mean I turned the first one down um and then I think they called for the next one and I think I had to turn it down because I was still with that employer and then they called me for the next one um and I think that's when I was moving to um Maui I'm pretty sure it's like a little hazy with the timeline but um so then I was like I'm moving to Maui and then I think they called me again and that's when I was like I'm getting married and they're like what and I was like yeah I'm going on my honeymoon the same time they were filming so then I was on my honeymoon when they were filming and then um I remember they called for another one and I remember I was pregnant and I didn't I didn't even know I wasn't even trying to get pregnant it just happened really quickly so <laughs> I got pregnant so when they called they were like what you keep saying no and I'm like I know and I'm like wow I have said no so I mean I don't even know how many times now so I do feel really lucky they kept calling me they were so interested and um, I remember a particular um, Dan being like, you know, we're going to stop asking you, you know, like at this point, I've asked you so many times you've been off for so long. And I'm like, I know. And now I'm having a baby like who knows what's going to happen. So um, so at that point, I just kind of that's why I kind of was just working on my career. Um, it was also something, too, with my career that like when people would Google me, they would see I'm on MTV and all these like flashy photos would show up and, you know, all this boob photos, you know, and they were kind of like, you know, like it, it was bad for my professional image. So I was kind of like, I need to not have social media. I really need to like start not posting so many photos of me going out and just kind of like change where I was at. And I wanted to just figure out like what I wanted to do and just all that stuff. So um, that's kind of why I didn't have the public page. I was just kind of like trying to purposely keep it private. And then um I did real estate for a while. People can see that. And so when people would look me up as a real estate agent, it would have like the first thing on Google real estate and then everything else is MTV, you know? So it was kind of like, and I'm sure there's so many castmates that go through this. It's like, once you kind of get out of doing the challenges, when you want to start having a professional career, it's hard because Google shows everything, like every picture of you, images, like everything. So it's hard to kind of break away from that if you want to. And, um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of have it. And then now that um, I'm just kind of, I'm in a different, like now I'm just this kind of free spirit. I'm not all about, not all about like the hard career driven and 
caring what other people think. I'm just me, myself. Like, I'm just kind of, I don't know. I can't describe it. So it's just a different stage I'm at now where I'm just an open book. I'm just like a super believer Christian. And um, I want to share the word if I can with people and, um, and just share this beautiful place that I'm in. I just kind of started feeling like, wow, there's so many people, even just my close friends that you know, have been struggling through this quarantine. And I'm like, wow, I'm so fortunate to live on this beautiful island. I could be sharing all these beautiful photos with everybody. And, you know, just I travel around to the islands because they're all so close. And I just kind of felt like I wanted to share that with everybody. So I decided to make the page. I was like, you know what? I need to make a public page. There's so many beautiful photos of like all these scenic photos I take, you know, and I'm like, I'm just going to start sharing them and then just see who wants to follow and who's interested in what's going on in my life now. And um, so that's kind of why I just started making it. And then I obviously heard about the We Want OGs and um, Mark asked if I was interested. And so I said, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so we'll see. So they haven't asked for like the for sure uh, definite yes yet, but I did tell them I'm interested. And um, it all depends on the dates when they would be filming because I have my little girl, so. Wow, so there you go, people. There's so there you go. <laughs> So that's why, but I'm here and yeah, I'm back and I hope I can share and I want to interact with everybody. Like I love all the messages I get from fans and, um, and I don't even like saying the word fans. It feels so weird to me because no one's a fan. It's just that, you know, we're all the same. It's just that I happen to be on the show, but so I just want to say friends, you know, like fans still, this just feels like a weird word to say, but, um, yeah, just like everyone. I just want to share my world with everyone. I love to connect and, um, love answering everyone's messages back and the Q and A's are so fun. And it's been so fun reminiscing on like all the shows that I haven't talked about in so long. So um, yeah, I'm just excited to just interact with everybody and share um, some of my world. Has that happened to you a lot in like your uh, real life when like maybe you're at like the um, local supermarket or just anywhere and you see someone come up to you and be like, oh, you're Siobhan and then ask for a picture. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, that happens all the time. Even still, where I'm like, it's been so long, and yeah, still to this day. But especially, you know, when you're first on the shows, it happens a lot. Like you're just trying to sit at a restaurant, and you know, people come up to you, take a photo, and I've always been the types of like, heck yeah, let's take a photo. You know, I've always been like that. I've never been like no, or even if I'm like rushing somewhere late, I'm like no, I will stop. Let's take a photo. So. Um, I love it. I'm all about it. I love sharing the love. And um, I'm just so appreciative that people enjoyed watching me and got the sense of humor of me being on the show. And um, I wasn't all serious about it. You know, I was just trying to have fun and live it up. And I just, I love that people appreciated that, you know. Yeah, but like, let's talk now about kind of how this thing uh, started, which was obviously your casting story. Everyone's got a story. So now I want to ask you yours. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, let's see. It started. Um, it started when I think they were doing an audition at this like kind of little club um, in Sacramento, and it was by the. I was going to Sacramento State University, and um, they were doing like a kind of a casting call for it in person. Um, so I went to that, and they did like a group setting where you sit around and talk. And um, I think they kind of pick out people that like dominate the conversation. And um, I definitely sometimes dominate the conversation. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I got picked from that. And then they have you do so many interviews, flying down to LA for interviews and um, lots of phone interviews. And they want to talk to everybody that knows you, all your friends, all your family, like they want all the dirt on you. And um, 
Yeah. So I basically at that time was engaged to be married. And, um, you know, unfortunately, it was a very hard decision because um, when they decided to pick me, you know, I was already kind of going through a lot in the relationship, deciding if I needed to stay in this relationship or not. Um, and he definitely did not want me to leave and go do any type of filming. He didn't know what show it was. But um, but yeah, I ha- also in the midst of deciding to go on the show, I had to leave that relationship and our whole like life that we had going on. And um, so I moved back to my mom's and I was like two days before we were going to fly. I didn't even know if I was going to get on the plane and go. So I'm like, what am I doing right now? I don't even know where I'm going, you know, because they don't tell you that it's Sydney or wherever it is. Um, but yeah, so my casting was pretty interesting. It was a fun like experience to do it. Um, and to know that you get chosen, you're like, wow, out of all these people. Um, but it was in my situation, it was very bittersweet because I had to leave something in order to go on the show. It was, you know, it was tough. So, wow, that's actually kind of like, um, at least the first time for me personally hearing that. I mean, I know of like people that have had relationships, obviously going on to the show, but like you were actually like engaged. And wow, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. We just finished building a brand new house on a, like a little lake. <laughs> So wow. it was like a big deal. We had um, we had a dog together. You know, we had cars together. We just built this brand new house. And um, yeah, it was like the real full on deal. It wasn't just we were engaged. It was like we were going on that married route. And um, he's a really good guy. Um, very good guy. And I wish nothing for the best for him. It was just have kids and start a family like right then and there and I I don't know I just was like I'm finishing college I'm a journalism major like I knew I wanted to be like a news anchor on tv or just something and I'm very free spirit personality and um I love to travel I love to go places and I think it was just that relationship was really holding me down and um and I hate to use the word controlling me a little bit but it was just controlling my path. And you really like sometimes in your life, you have to make these huge decisions on like what you're going to do and you have to just do it and you just trust your gut. And it was extremely hard, extremely hard. Um, very, very hard. Lots of crying, lots of, it was very stressful. And, um, you know, but I, I just had to make the decision and move, you know, everything out of the house and break up. It was very hard. And then to go back to your parents and you know, be sitting there like, what did I just do? I just had this whole white picket fence life. And now all of a sudden I'm at my mom's house with all my boxes in the garage. You know, you're very, it's very much like, what did I just do? So um, it was very hard. And I did not know I was going to go on the show, even like a couple days beforehand. I was just like, can I do this? Like, what am I doing? You know, I was just very much like, and I'm so thankful I did it and went because it changed my life. It was the best thing in the whole world, best experience. So wouldn't change it for the world. But when you're in that moment, it's very hard to like, you know, like make that those big decisions, those big decisions change your whole life forever. So. So, so do you have any regrets maybe about leaving early or? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I wish I wouldn't have, um, you know, it's like bittersweet. So there's a part of like, you know, I left early because I started talking with him on the phone and he, he kind of basically gave me an ultimatum. Um, you know, he wanted me to go back. Kellyanne and Trisha were like, no, he's giving an ultimatum. What are you doing? Like, why would you go back to someone like that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. And at this point, I was already there for about half the time on the real world. And we experienced so much and had so much fun. And, um, you know, you kind of start thinking like, hmm, like, if this is all it is, it's so much fun, but you have to go back to reality sooner or later. And I may not have this fiance to go back to. So it was kind of like, 
a hard decision. And then I think it was the day before we were getting ready to go on our like trip, you know, have everybody, you know, every real world goes on on vacation. So we are getting ready to go on our vacation. And um, it was to the Great Barrier Reef, which I've always wanted to go. It's like on my bucket list. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I remember calling him like, hey, we're going to go on a vacation. I'm not going to be able to talk to you for like a week because we're not going to have any phone access or email. And he was like, no, if you go, don't ever come back. If you come home, then we can try to make it work. So it was a major ultimatum at that point. And um, I remember talking to the girls and they were like, don't do it. Do not go. And I just, I don't know. I just didn't know what to do. I was so confused. And I felt like if I don't go, I'll never know what if, you know? And um, so it was so weird because that next morning, they were all getting on a flight and packed to go to Great Barrier Reef. And I was getting dropped off at the airport to go home. So it was like we were all flying somewhere at separate times, um, which was really, it was really difficult. Um, and so, yeah, I flew home and we tried to make it work and it didn't very, very soon. I decided to leave again, which I feel bad because I had to do it to him twice, you know, um, but it just, it just wasn't meant to be. But I got the closure. I got what I needed to know that he's not the right person for me. And if I didn't go home, you know, I maybe would have always wondered what if, you know? So I think sometimes we make these decisions like that where we look back like, oh, I would regret it. But at the same time, you know, I got closure and I got to know exactly that, you know, like he's not the right person for me. So, and then I got calls for the challenges <laughs> and then you just move on. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. What, what was your dynamic, though, like with your um, roommates now heading on to the challenge? Because I feel like like on screen, at least maybe the viewers, we didn't really see a whole lot of like interaction between you and um, your roommates. Like I know you did all three of your shows with Dunbar. I mean, you did one with Kellyanne, one with Isaac. Like what was maybe your dynamic with um, your roommates? Did you leaving early kind of play a part in like how the dynamic was? Um, I don't think it did with Kellyanne. Like we still randomly message or talk here and there. I think she's amazing. I um, love Kellyanne and Trisha. She kind of, you know, didn't go into the challenge world, you know, so I just didn't really keep in touch with her that much. Um, but yeah, with Dunbar, we and him never really got close on the show, you know, like that's just kind of our personalities just didn't really click. Um, so I didn't really, like, I hung out with him in our group setting, but I never really talked with him and we never opened up to each other. We just didn't have that relationship. So when we went on the challenge, it kind of carried on. Like we're friends, but we didn't like have each other's back or anything like that. Me and Isaac were just always like cool, you know, he's a cool guy. And, um, but kind of same thing, you know, like I just didn't really connect with those two guys as much, you know, so. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it seemed like you were kind of had a lot more like obviously like prominent storylines than like maybe what was playing out with like your roommates. I mean, the elimination with the was like, I want, I want to talk about, that. I want to talk yeah. about that now. What, what was that like? Yeah, I totally want to talk about that. Okay. I actually, I love Anissa. I think she's awesome. And I really want to clarify it. Um, so people know why I picked her. So Going on your first challenge as a rookie is super hard. Anyone, everyone's had to be a rookie at one point that's went on the show and they will all contest to this. It's very hard. Everyone has their clicks. Everyone has their friends. So you definitely are like, kind of like not the odd man out. You're like, okay, you know, so you make your friends with a few of the other people that maybe are a little newer. Um, and Anissa, I got along with her. Like she was great. She was really sweet. Um, I had no issues with her. But what happened is, you know, I was one of the last ones out, um, which makes sense. Um, so after the first challenge, I think it was, um, yeah, everybody picked like one person to go against each other or to 
yeah, a guy and a girl to go on elimination. And um, for me, when I was in the line looking at everybody, um, I remember seeing a couple of girls that were smaller framed than me and um, that I, in my, you know, in my mind were like, I might be able to beat them. And I like one-on-one -on -one physical contact. I'm not good at heights. I'm not good <laughs> at that stuff, but I'm super good at puzzles, at anything with like, you know, brain power stuff. And I love one-on-one -on -one aggression, like anything el elimination status. I actually really, really like that's my favorite part of the challenge, which everybody wants to stay out of the pit. Like that's my favorite part. I used to wrestle in high school and people cannot believe that because they're just like, you're so girly. I'm like, I'm a girly girl. That's like this tough, like inside personality. I don't know. So yeah. So for me, because I have a wrestling background, I'm like, give me anything that's like physical. I want to do it, you know? So when I knew that I was going to go on one-on-one, -on -one, I didn't really want to pick like a scared person. Like I didn't want to pick a scared vote. Like, oh, I'm going to pick her because I think I can beat her. To me, that's playing scared. I was like, in my mind, I felt, I'm going to pick the biggest, strongest girl, go against her. And if I beat her, because it's a 50-50 chance, right? I either lose, okay, that's fine. But I, if I win, now I just took out the biggest, baddest girl in the house. Now the rest of the season, hopefully all the other girls will be scared to go against me. So really, when I picked Anissa, I honestly, it was no bad will. It was only like, hey, I actually have respect for you. You're a badass competitor. I want to hopefully beat you so all these other people don't pick on me because I was a rookie and they're all the girls have their clicks. That's just the way it was. So I definitely was like on the outs where I knew that they would just keep calling me out every single time. So if I would have picked someone smaller than me, they would have just kept calling me out. So I kind of felt like if I, I think my door will just ring. <laughs> I, felt, I felt like if, um, you know, um, if I, I just felt like if I picked on someone that was, pick to go against someone that's bigger and a strong competitor that it would make all the other girls a little intimidated of me. I just kind of, you know, it's when you're, it's your first challenge. You got to go in hard. You got to go in blazing. You can't play a scared game. You can't be like, Oh no, don't pick me. You know, you can't, um, you can't pick smaller people than you. Like you need to go in and like show them how like badass you are. So that, that was my whole thing was just trying to, but anyways, but when we went into, um, into the, the competition together unfortunately I think it was that day before we did a rugby game and I loved it because it was like one-on-one -on -one contact um, but I sprained my ankle really bad so when um, we were walking up the ice for me and Anissa to go in together I remember my ankle was so sprained I could barely like walk on it so that was really hard to have to go into elimination against someone so strong and then I was like oh I wish I didn't pick her I could barely walk on my ankle so um, and then it turned a little nasty between me and her when we were in there um, and it was just because we were like choking and hitting and stepping on each other's necks. It got really dirty in there. But, um, but again, I like her. There was like, I have nothing against her. It was totally just trying to prove myself. That was it. That seemed to go on for a while though. No, that elimination, like the elimination. It was long. Yeah, it was long. We basically, like, I think she got it. Then I got it. And then I don't know if she got it after, but we were, we were fighting dirty. We were on the ground for a while, not letting each other go. And then I think at the very end when I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to get this last ring or whatever. I was like holding onto her shirt, like, no. Um, but at that point, I mean, you know, on the show, they can only show you maybe like what, two minutes or three minutes of the elimination. They don't really show how long it is. Like we were probably down there for, I don't even know, you know, 20 minutes or whatever it is. It's, it's definitely a lot longer. So you're physically exhausted. Your muscles are spent. Like you can't do anything anymore. So at that point, 
whenever you see like someone holding onto someone's shirt, it's not that they want to hold onto someone's shirt. It's just, they're like so exhausted, their muscles are spent. And it's like that last resort of like clinging on to someone, you know, but, um, but yeah, no, nothing but respect for her. I was just trying to make a name for myself. That was it. Wow. It sounds like uh, a little bit like you've uh, been paying attention to the most recent seasons then of the challenge then, right? <laughs> yeah, I try a little bit. You know, I love watching them. Um, you know, I try to stay up on as much as I can, um, but they're good. They're getting tougher and tougher and tougher. I'm like, oh my gosh. So yeah, they look pretty gnarly now, like all the stuff, the competitions and everything. Um, but yeah, yeah, I try to watch the show. The, the the wing that made me bring that up was because when you were talking about like calling out and going after like strong competitors and stuff like that, the last season was kind of like similar in the aspect of like you like go down kind of and like pick your spot, like who you're going to be going against. So that's what made me curious because I think you did mention on your one of your Q&A's that you do watch the show. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally watch the show. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the show. Even before I was on it, I used to watch it as a fan myself, you know? So um, I love the show. I love the dynamics. And especially when you get to be on the show and you know really how hard it is. It's so much harder than the show actually makes it. So when you do watch it, it's actually kind of fun me watching it because I'm like, oh, man, I know how much harder that is. You know, especially like living in that bunker they had to be in. It's like I can just imagine how hard compared to how hard it looks on TV, you know, it's way harder in real life, you know, but um, yeah, it's just, I love the show. I think it's just awesome. I hope they never stop doing it. And um, it's definitely different now with the, like them bringing in different people off other shows. So I feel like the dynamics definitely different and mixed. I, I think it's kind of cool. I like it. Um, Cause when I was on the challenge, it was just, you know, like the challenge MTV people um, and everyone's so clicky, like for years and years that, it's hard to get into new clicks. So I think it's kind of cool bringing in people from the outside. And so you get different rookies and I think it gives the MTV people more chances to click together, whether they're new or old. And um, um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's cool. I, I like it. So I like watching it. Wow. So it sounds like you, you're a fan of them kind of bringing in from other shows then, right? Yeah. At first, I don't think I was. At first I was like, what? But then like after you watch it and you start seeing the different dynam dynamics and I have to say, like, no offense to all the guys, but it was getting when, like, I was in Cutthroat. I'm like, where are all the hot guys at, you know? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, where, where's all the cuties? Because it's the same guys, you know, that we see all the time. So I definitely, um, I, I have definitely thought to myself, like, it's about time to bring in some new fresh men, you know? Like, mix <laughs> it up. So I actually am kudos for it, bringing in the new men. Um, you know, women too, you know, everybody just, you know, this brings a new vibe, you know, if they want more hookups, you got to bring in new people, you know, it was getting to be the same old people, like, you know, like no one's cute here. Who are you going to hook up with? You know, probably why I and Melinda hooked up. There was no cute boys, you know? So, um, there you go. Yeah. So it's definitely like, I, I think it's great. Like new people, new bodies, you know, new vibes, new personalities brings in the fun, you know? So, so now a funny thing that I want to ask you about from the duel too is kind of the intro now that you guys had to um, record, right? When you did like, what was like the tribal dance they had you guys doing? Oh yeah, that's the haka. You know what? That was so freaking cool. So they took us to, um, um, I don't know where it was, but it was in like a kind of a dance hall or something. And they actually like taught us how to do it correctly and how to do the dance. 
then we went outside and practiced it for quite a while. Um, and then we had our day of filming. And while we were filming, it was like on top of this mountain um, in New Zealand. And they actually had a helicopter flying around, like filming us. It was just wow. like, it was, I was like, am I in an action movie right now? This is so cool. So their intros are really, really fun. Um, Thailand was really cool too. We got to ride on elephants. Um, although, you know, I, I hate having to ride on an elephant. I would rather just, you know, like pet them and feed them water and brush them and clean them, you know, but we did get to go to a elephant sanctuary and it was like in the middle of the jungle. So um, like they're in their real habitat out there. It's not like it's all caged in. It was, it was pretty neat. Um, and we did get to feed them and stuff afterwards. And um, but that was really neat in Thailand. And um, um, in Cutthroats, what did we do? Cutthroats intro, we did. Um, it was oh, like the limos, right? Uh, yeah, we had a speedboat um, in my my team or whoever it was. We had the speedboat. And then, yeah, I think they had sports cars and um, limo or something. But, but yeah, Cutthroats was pretty cool. It was an, it's an honor to learn how to do the haka and do that. So it was really cool. Wow, I wish they would bring back those intros. It feels like they don't have them anymore, right? Like they... Yeah, that's right. I didn't even think about that. I don't think they do. No, yeah. they just have, like, a song or something, I think. It just shows, like, the screen. Wow, that actually be really cool. Yeah, you're right. I bet you it's, I mean, it's probably a lot of money. Um, yeah. You know, intros aren't easy. It does take a lot of time to put them together, make them the money, and then the camera, they have to, you know, get the footage of it. So, um, but, yeah, maybe ever since they started bringing in other people from shows, I think that's when it stopped, actually. So, well, I don't know. Well, now you, now you got to remember, though, like, since the last time, obviously, you've been there, They've like gone over the top with just challenges alone. Now the yeah. the winning prize is a million dollars, and I think yeah. probably like the availability checks, like just to like appearance wise, just to show ups have gone up. So there yeah. you go. Like I feel like with that, all those you know thrown together, it's kind of hard yeah. for maybe like expense wise to kind of throw like an intro together, you know? Yeah. And honestly, that's better. I'm sure all of us would rather not have an intro and have a bigger prize check, you know? So. Um, yeah, the million dollar prizes now, I'm like, that is amazing. So yeah, really cool. <laughs> now I kind of want to ask you about, um, which is kind of like your, uh, big moment or more infamous moment rather <laughs> is, um, from the ruins when, um, on that rope swing challenge, you kind of, uh, had a little bit of a fall in the water. What, what, what actually happened? Um, like, was it actually your implant, uh, implant that, uh, busted or? <laughs> Yeah, um, I know it's like awkward saying that, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, basically, um, yeah, we had a swing. It was like at a big like harbor kind of area where big boats come in. So it was pretty like high off the water. And um, they, yeah, like made us run off, grab that rope and have to swing around. And I obviously at that time didn't have very much arm strength. And so I kind of was already looking at it like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be able to do this. Like I'm scared of heights and you know, all of that. So I think there was fear as I was going to jump. And the first time when I jumped off and couldn't hold on, um, I smacked straight down into the water and, um, you know, we're wearing really tight life jackets. And so it was a lot of pressure with the jacket on my chest. And, um, obviously I have large boobs as everybody knows so it was very uncomfortable and I got a very instant sensation of burning and pain and I was like oh, I think I popped my implant because it was, you could just tell the way it was feeling and um you know when I got out and everyone's yelling you better do this again don't give up I mean I I really wanted to say heck no I'm not jumping off that again I need to go in the ambulance right now 
Um, that's probably what I should have did. But I was just like, no, I'm going to try it again. Fine, I'll do it. And I remember I did not want to, um, but I did it and jumped off again. And um, yeah, at that point, it was so hurting. I couldn't even hold on to the rope the second time. I, when I grabbed it, I just had to let immediately let go of it and just try not to land on my face and try to land straight down. Um, yeah, it was so painful. I had to go straight in the ambulance to the hospital. And um, it was scary. I mean, if you look at the images, obviously, there's like screenshots of that image of me in the ambulance everywhere. Um, I'm really, really crying. I mean, it's not like it's a terrified, horrific pain cry. Um, it was really, really bad. It's probably one of the most scary um, trauma experiences I've had before. Um, yeah, it was well, really did, scary. Did you did you actually like um, like bust your implant though, or was it just no? Thank, thank God, no. Um, when I went to the hospital, um, they did an MRI and whatever else. They, a few things they did, and they were like, you know, we think you just majorly um, bruised the tissue and the muscle and all of that, and it may have moved the implant underneath. And um, without getting too graphic, you know, but it basically just like you cannot compete, you cannot do anything else. And I was already starting to turn black and blue on my chest and my stomach, and. Um, they're like, you cannot compete, you know, you need to go home. But they're like, you do need to follow up and go see like a plastic surgeon or someone. Um, so yeah, and then I went back to the house to get my stuff. And I remember had it telling everybody that I couldn't compete. And I showed some of the girls in the bathroom my chest. And I was like, no, I'm bruised. And because I wanted them to believe me and no, no, I like really hurt myself. So I showed a few of the girls and they're like, okay, yeah, she's not messing around, you know. And um, yeah, and then, you know, went home and that flight home was the worst ever it was so painful to be on like what is it an 18 hour I don't know flight and have to sit like this you know <laughs> holding holding your boobs and and I was still really scared that you know did these people really know at the hospital what happened so I was really worried like you know what if it still is you know busted or something so horrible yeah I couldn't work out for like I don't know probably four months after that I was just in so much pain it took a long time to heal yeah, and a big thing from that season, too, was kind of like the Wes and Johnny dynamic. And we kind of saw, like, um, with your cutthroat selection, and kind of like Vinny kind of told this on um, the episode I did with him, like, your selection um, in picking Vinny had a lot to do with, like, you thought Johnny would have, like, kind of tried to steer the ship and get you thrown in, right? Was that kind of went into your decision to pick Vinny? No. Uh-uh. Um... I know. Hmm. Actually, um, I was cool with Johnny um, on Thailand. We did when we did. Yeah. When it was the ruins. Um, actually, when we arrived in Thailand um, before they started doing the filming, I got really swollen on my legs. And I get that with flying. And um, Johnny actually was rubbing out all my swelling on my ankles and making it better. And everyone's like, uh-uh, are you two teaming up? What's going on? Like everybody was thinking like we actually weren't like not like dating wise but just in um like cahoots of the game like alliances or something and we totally weren't but um but I was actually really cool Johnny we used to like bust each other's balls um and no that's totally not why um I don't know why I did that honestly I don't remember uh, the order think, was he I the first Vinny, one I picked yeah Vinny I think it's because Vinny won like the uh thing that you guys when you had to run into the that's from, like, why the he was first I think yeah, he was yeah, because I didn't know who Vinny was or um, like where what show he came from. I don't even know. If, I don't even know if I still know now. Sorry, Vinny. But um, I, I, it was just I think because he won and he was the fastest. So, you know, now thinking about it, not that I wouldn't want to pick him. 
you probably shouldn't just pick, okay, who's the fastest. You should pick who has the best history of being a good player. So I probably should have picked Johnny, but, um, but I think it was just like, all right, he's the fastest. He got up for first. I don't know who he is, but he's a bigger guy. He's muscular. He's probably going to do good. So that's probably why I picked them, you know? And we kind of saw it kind of play out on the stuff they should have shown with the whole um, thing between you and him with the chain. What, what really went down there? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, I think we had a lot of shit talking that we did with each other. Um, I didn't watch his show with you, so I don't know what he said, but um, we had a lot of shit talking with each other and um, he just got on my nerves. You know, I like him now. I have no issue with him now. I think he's great. I'm so happy for him now with his family and everything, but just on the show, then he would talk shit a little bit, you know, and um, which was kind of surprising to me because sometimes he would um, make a comment about my size, like, um, I think we all had our clothes and, you know, when you get your laundry back, you're trying to find which laundry is yours. You're trying to write your name on the tag and it gets mixed up with everybody's. And I remember him saying, oh, Siobhan's is the large. The only large will be Siobhan's, you know. And so comments like that, you know, so there was a lot of comments about my weight where I'm like, I'm not I'm, I have some meat on me, but I'm not a, like I'm not huge. I'm not a fat girl like to be making fun of me like that. I was I was really kind of hurt. So um, oops, sorry, I'm getting a phone call. Um, <laughs> so. Anyways, he used to, um, you know, I think banter me a little bit and which was kind of surprising. I do have to say, and I hate to put him out there, but this is true. He used to be really bigger before that and overweight before he did that challenge, I think back in the day. So I was actually really surprised. Like, why is he making fun of my weight or my size? I'm not even that big. And I'm bigger than the other girls, but I'm not that big. And I felt like, why would someone that was bigger when he was younger make fun of, you know, me for my size? So that's why it used to be this like, he used to make fun of my weight a little bit or banter me and uh, make comments and um, and it just hurt my feelings. And, you know, at that point, I was like, you're trying to redeem it. Cutthroat was my redeemed season. So I was trying anyway. So I was like, don't go crazy. Don't get mad at him. You know, like, keep your cool. And I would be like, Vinny, shut up. Like, don't say that. And that's all I would say to him. But we were all drunk one night and I was like, and it just came out because I was just like really irritated by the things he was saying. And so... We ended up getting in a, I don't remember what it was about or anything. Um, but yeah, I was just, I think it just came out. And ironically, <laughs> that night when we both were off the show and they decided to, I think, um, was it they both had us go? Or I don't remember. I think they took Our a bill. vote. To, huh? I think, I think they took a vote, I think, to, to ask the people in the house, like, if they wanted um, you guys to stay, I think. Or something like that, right? Yeah. And then I think it was the night that maybe I left the show because the whole Sarah thing that happened and I decided to leave the show. Yeah, he, he maybe left he got eliminated that night. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I remember we were both we were both however it worked out, we were both in the same hotel. Um, you know how you have to wait for your flight the next morning. And I think we went and had drinks and hung out. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> we were like totally fine. You know what I mean? Like, so that's the thing. It's like you know, you're, it's drama on the show. Drinking always induces it more. But then we were, like, totally fine and friends when we were back in the hotel. So it's all good. Totally like Vinny. But, um, yeah, I think um, for me, I've always been a curvy girl. You know, like, I've never, you know, been the skinny, perfect, pretty, or naturally skinny. Whenever I have lost weight over the years, I had to work my butt off to get that skinny or to get that thin. Um, you know, and sometimes it's with diet pills or barely eating anything. Like, you know, I had to put myself through a lot of stuff to get my body to be really, really thin. Like when I went on real world, I was, I was really thin for my body. 
Um, and it looked great, but it's a lot to maintain that, you know? And so I definitely, as becoming an adult woman, I've like learned to love myself and love my curves and love my body and um, appreciate our bodies. You know, like God gave us this body to use, like we breathe, eat, we're so lucky, you know? And, um, and yeah, I just learned to love it and own my curves. And I love my curves. I think curves are beautiful. And I think all bodies are beautiful, all shape, all size. And um, that's one thing I've always been that way. Whenever someone makes fun of someone's weight or size or um, something physical about someone, I cannot handle it. It makes me want to go off on them. Like I'm very protective of friends or people I know, um, even more than myself. If I see someone else making fun of someone, I get really upset. So it was bound to happen with Vinny. That was just, I don't take that. You know, I don't like anybody um, putting anyone down. And um, and that that's why. So, you know. I'm, gl I'm glad. And uh, thank you for sharing those positive messages as well. I know there's a lot of um, women that watch this out here and um you know for them to hear that is definitely something that could uplift them i think that's what we need a lot more of these days i like to send positive messages on here to kind of um you know bring people's spirit up i we never know what someone's going through so i feel well, like it's very very important to um be kind and courteous to others oh my gosh it's so true i mean just sometimes like when people say comments to people it's like you don't even know what someone could be going through like at home or on the inside and how one little thing you could say could just like flip them off, you know, or just like, or really put them in a dark place. It's just, I don't know. So I've just, I've always been, and it's probably because my whole life, I was never the thinnest, skinniest girl, you know? And maybe that's honestly why I did wrestling in high school. It was kind of like, everybody's like, oh, you're not in shape enough to do that. Or, oh no, you're not that, you know what I mean? And, um, I don't know. I just was like, I can do it. Stop telling me I can't do something, you know? And so I just did it. And I've always been that way. And I just feel like, okay, if I'm not the skinniest girl, then what can I do that you don't have to be the skinniest girl to do, you know? So I feel like, and I played soccer for, I don't know, over 10 years when I was younger too. So um, you just do stuff that, you know, if someone's going to tell you, you can't, don't ever be that. Like just do you, whatever you want to do, do it. Love yourself. Um, if somebody tells you you can't do something, screw them. You know why? It's because they can't do it, you know? And they're probably jealous or they probably want to try to do it. But just do it. Do whatever you want to do, whatever your dreams are. And um, don't let anyone's comments or remarks ever hold you back. And I feel like we're all so beautiful inside out. Like, I wish I could talk to my 20-year-old self now and be like, you don't have to be the thinnest girl. Like you don't have to only eat 900 calories a day to try to be thin. And you don't have to take diet pills. Like it's okay. Like just be you and love yourself. And, um, you know, there's a lot of people online that will talk about other people's size or bodies. And, um, you know, and I think that's another reason why I kind of stayed off of social media publicly is because, you know, it's just, it's really hard when people say mean things It really hurts. And, um, you know, I gained a little bit of weight in between one of the shows I was doing. And, um, and honestly, that weight came ironically, because we used to all get paid, I don't know if they still do, but paid to go travel, um, and get paid to do appearances. So when you go like fly somewhere to do an appearance, say you're flying, you know, I'm flying all the way to New York for an appearance, you know, a six hour flight or whatever it is, you get there like 11 o'clock at night, somebody picks you up, takes you to the hotel, you have to get ready for the club. Then you go do your club appearance, drink alcohol, and then you go back to your hotel, sleep for an hour, and then they're getting you back to the airport for another flight. And then I'm flying to Kansas for another appearance, and you're doing it all over again. So it's kind of this lifestyle of like, 
drinking and partying and not working out, not getting good sleep. And, um, and then I would do all of that in between a show and then I would go back on another show. So, um, some people do it right. They train correctly. They do it the right way. And, um, you definitely could make that lifestyle work with doing the show. I was just in this like fun twenties mindset. And, um, yeah, so Definitely. Um, if I could talk to my 20 year old self, I would say all this stuff, you know, so I just hope um, I love the whole movement that's going on right now. You know, like Jenny, that won the challenge. I love her page. I love so much that she shows like, OK, this is a pretty Instagram pose. Oh, but this is really what it looks like. I have cellulite, too. You know, I just I love that whole movement that everyone's doing and um, and the women that are in great shape showing that they still have flaws, too. And that way everyone all the women around the world can just learn to love ourselves a little more and um i just love it i'm all about that so well that's that's what i like to call using your social media like platform in a positive way you know like the right way yeah yeah well now i kind of want to ask like what what kind of went down with you leaving cutthroat like was that was there any conversation like like, obviously, I know Sarah was kind of a driving force, and um, you just did the Susie podcast, so I kind of want to know, like, maybe what that dynamic's like, and did she, did you guys have a conversation, and, or was that kind of like a decision on your end that you decided to leave? Yeah, um, I kind of told Susie the same thing in our in our interview. Um, I like Sarah, no hard feelings with Sarah at all, um, but yeah, it, it definitely, 99.9% the reason why I left was because of Sarah. <laughs> so she wasn't rude about it at all. Um, you know, she just came to me and was just like, no one, you know, really wants you here. And if you don't want to be here, why are you here? And, um, you know, it was definitely something that I think other people would have been like, screw you, I don't care, you know, because I was friends with JD and Aya and Kara. And so I don't know, I felt like, you know, whether they want me on the show or not, I felt like I had friends there. And, um, and I had friends on the other teams too, but I just, I don't know, it, you know, it, again, things get in your head. And at that point in my twenties, I wasn't secure. And, um, I started thinking, yeah, maybe nobody does want me here. Maybe I'm not in shape enough. I am scared of heights. And, you know, you just really start doubting yourself and putting yourself in this really like low place. And that's what happened. I remember like going in the bathroom and just like crying and just being like, what do I do? Like, I really want to be here. I was trying to redeem myself. I had the most amazing first challenge. Um, the one where we had to run into that big bunker with the tear gas. Um, I killed it in that, you know, like I ran there and a lot of people had to run twice. And I think Sarah even had to run twice because she forgot the number or something. I only had to run one time. And I think it was JD I was paired up with, but he, somebody was having a hard time remembering it or trying. I actually remember going back and forth and I don't think they got footage of it, but I had like the snot, everything's coming out of my eyes. It was so painful, so painful. And you would think a girly girl like me would have gave up. And I, I did not. I actually memorized the number by myself, ran all the way back, told him what the number was so he could open the lock. And we did it the first time. And then we ended up winning that whole challenge. But I remember being like, yes, like finally I can prove like, I memorized something. I only had to run once. We got it right the first time. Like, and then our team won. And I remember just feeling like, like, yes, like I can finally prove myself. Um, and I was so excited for like this redemption challenge. And then, um, and then of course the second one, they bring in the Heights was, this was horrible. And that's one thing too, that second challenge they did with the Heights, I was practicing running on the side. Like everybody else was, we were kind of all practicing, like running and leaping just to get your legs kind of warmed up. 
I was not scared. I actually was going to do it. I was fine. Everything was all good. But I think we were the last team to go. And But after watching the other teams go, and um, I think Katie did a crazy somersault, like she hit it and <laughs> fell, and then a few other people. But I remember seeing, I think it was Laurel, um, so I was saying on Susie's podcast, I think it was Laurel, um, she like hit it. And, and Laura, Laurel is big and strong, you know? So if she hit it and didn't make the jump, all of a sudden all these fears came in like, if she didn't make the jump, how am I ever going to make the jump, you know? So um, basically I was like, boom, the fear just started coming in. I started freaking out. And I was like, if she couldn't make the jump, there's no way that I could make the jump. And um, yeah, and that's when I was just like freaking out and couldn't do it. And um, I just like, just fear. Cause I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm going to hit this and do something worse to my chest. And I, I was really, really, really scared, you know? So um. Yeah, she kind of yelled at me then about like not going and not wishing I wasn't on her team. And, you know, and I was like, fine, I'll just go home. You know what? You're right. Like, I don't want to hold my team back. I don't want to do that to other people, you know? And um, I was like, I'll just go home. And I really felt that way. And that's why I nominated myself. And I was like, I'll just go home. And um, then Sarah had a talk with me kind of like, well, why don't you just go home then? And I think that was just like, I don't know, just like that dagger that just made me like, all right, I guess I'm just going to go home. And what I should have did was stuck up and said, you know what? I had a bad challenge here with the heights. I'm going to go win the elimination, come back and do better on the next challenges. And maybe they wouldn't have been heights and they would have been something physical. I don't remember what they were, but and um, and then I would have killed it, you know, so I'm proving myself again. So that's the thing. Just never give up. Never let anyone persuade your decision on something because who knows what could have happened? I ended up could have, I could have made it on that show so much longer, you know. Um, but yeah, so went home. Wow, and I, and I feel like that's kind of something maybe like a chance. Like we didn't really get to see. Like obviously, like you were put in spots like you just said about heights, mostly for the most part on the shows that you did. But I feel like the times that we did get to see you do stuff that maybe like catered towards your strength. Like obviously, Anissa being a great elimination competitor, you kind of gave her a fight. Um, you know, you did good in the tear gas challenge. Yeah. So I'm feeling maybe, and you just mentioned about even having a wrestling and soccer background that I didn't even know about. So I feel like maybe we didn't really get to see what maybe your true capabilities are, you know? A uh, thousand percent. I do feel that way. Um, that's why I would never be opposed to possibly coming back and doing the challenge again. And um, maybe, or maybe doing the We Want OGs because, I have, I feel like I have so much more to prove, you know, it was kind of like, it felt like every challenge I did just got cut short, like everything for some reason, like real, real got cut short, which that was my doing. Um, but yeah, like with the New Zealand, like with, um, dual two, I mean, Hey, I tried to go against the strongest, baddest girl, you know, and then I had to go home, but that was okay. Um, and then yeah. And the ruins, my boob, like, uh, like who would have thought that would have happened? I actually tried it. I tried it twice after I was in so much pain and thought I busted it. I still went again, you know? Um, I couldn't hold on to the rope though, because I was in so much pain. And then, yeah, and then cutthroat. Like I tried to redeem myself, then that happened. And I feel like after all of that happened, you know, and, and going home and feeling so sad about like, did my team really want me there? What, what Sarah was saying, was that true? I was just so like hurt inside that I'm very sensitive that way. And um, yeah, I just kind of, I think I just went home and just kind of sheltered in like, what is gonna, what's my new path? like? should I keep doing these challenges? Like, should I just like try to like start my career finally? And that's kind of 
um, where I think I was. And then I actually did get a career position. And that's kind of why when I was getting the calls, I was like, well, maybe I need to take my career serious right now. And maybe I'll do it one day again. I never, I never thought I was saying no for sure. Um, but it just happened that way. So, um, but yeah, I feel like a redemption story and coming back and proving yourself is always a good thing. Um, and I would love to do that. And I would definitely train seriously. I never really trained seriously before. Um, so I would train seriously and yeah, come back and kick some ass, especially for those people that would sit. <laughs> you Not hear that, Sarah, though. I love Sarah, but I would come back and, and, and definitely try to prove some people wrong. You hear that, guys? We might be having a Siobhan comeback story here. <laughs> Stay tuned. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep. Were you okay with the way you were portrayed, though? Or do you wish that you, maybe your edit would have been a little better? No, I think it was fine. Um, honestly, I feel like I got a good amount of airtime when I wasn't even trying to. And maybe that's because my personality is just out there. Um, you know, um, I don't know. I just, I, I'm fine with it. I'm the type that like, you know, there's so many more things that, um, that like, say we have conversations with people or open up that they just can't air it all. There's too much footage. Um, and they got to air things that are entertaining too. So there's definitely lots of times where I had like very good one-on-one -on -one conversations and building relationships with people. And, um, I remember with Dan, um, we were sitting outside, like we lived in that like castle thing and cutthroat. And we were sitting in the backyard and me and Dad, Dan had a super good conversation, just opening up about so much stuff. And, um, and yeah, they didn't, I mean, they didn't air any of that, which is probably a good thing. Cause it was like, some of it was personal too, but, um, but there's a lot of times where I feel like there's some good stuff that they just can't fit in, um, where it could show more of our real sides. So sometimes you're just seeing me compete or seeing us drink in the evening. And that's really all you get to see. And there's so much more, you know? So, um, that's kind of what I'm hoping with the social media page. Like, I want people to see, like, yeah, I may not be as crazy as I was in my 20s, but this is actually who I was then, too. It's just you didn't get to see it on TV, you know? So, um, but, yeah, but now I'm living just a little bit more of a calm life, you know, living on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned about the castle. I know in one of your Q&As as well, you thought that it was haunted. And um, Luke, a few yeah. weeks ago, told the story on here about um, a little bit of experience that him, Brandon, and I think Jen had with, like, a ghost girl, like, a, and they saw, like, her room upstairs, I think, in the there area. There was! That, there was, like, this, yeah. like, I think it was a stairway where we weren't supposed to go up there, and I remember, like, people were going up there, like, just a few, and I remember, I think I went up some of it, and then I got freaked out and came, I was like, no, 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 but I do think it's haunted, thousand percent um i know abram i think was like telling story like pretend jokes about it but no like i think it really was and um it was freaky but you know at least you're in the room with tons of people so you're never really alone so you don't feel scared but it was beautiful though the property was beautiful and um it was a really cool place to get to stay was that your favorite location or like actually to preference i want you to rank now like you're <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you like what your favorite was but now I kind of like since I brought it up I feel like now I should probably ask you like to rank like out of the three challenges you did least to greatest what your uh, favorite locations were oh okay so house or location because that's different too mm, that's actually a good point um well I feel like the house kind of like makes the location though no well New Zealand housed um when you got to look out in your backyard and you just saw like these green rolling hills and like behind the green, you would see like 
beige hills and then behind that you'd see black hills and then behind that you would see like snow it was just that landscape was absolutely gorgeous and then when we'd be driving around we'd see just like sheep out everywhere um it's just beautiful so I think New Zealand like the views that you would get were gorgeous but I think the the ruined Thailand house was my favorite because it was super tall and big but our backyard had that gorgeous pool. It was all like tropical landscape. And then we had water right behind us. I don't know if it was a river or what. It, I don't I don't really remember what it was. Could have been a lake or a river. Maybe it was the ocean. Who knows? But <laughs> it was gorgeous. So that was definitely my favorite house. Um, but, you know, the cut house, the cutthroat house was so cool, too. It was like you were living in a castle, you know? So I don't know, they all have their own different things. You know what was really cool, too, is when we were driving around to go to different shooting locations um, in uh, Prague, there was, like, these really cool, you always see them, like, maybe in, like, movies, um, like, um, I don't know, like, Hobbit movies or something, but there'd be, like, these little houses with little doors, and, like, people actually live in them, and it was so cool. It was, like, you want to just go knock on the doors, you know, and go inside, but... um but just like almost like houses look like they were built into like the hill. So really cool. So just getting to drive around and see stuff like outside of the city, like way out. Um, just really, really cool, really beautiful. That's one thing that I think all the challenges will say is just like getting to go explore and see all these different countries. It's just, it's really cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And um Actually, I do, like, after shows as well, too, like, with um, cast members um, that come on here. We watch the, or after the episode is done, like, we give kind of our thoughts and stuff. So, in the future, Siobhan, if you want to join me on here, we could uh, maybe yeah. do some. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. But I thank you again for joining me today and for the people watching. I'm sure you enjoyed as well. A reminder, please go give Siobhan a follow on her Instagram page at MTV Siobhan. Give her some nice comments. Let her know how you felt about this episode. And thank you again, Siobhan, for joining me. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much for having me. Bye. Take care.